Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Sports Radio 610 presents Seth Payne and Sean Pendergast. We're coming to H time. Let's get to work in, man. Let's go. Let's go. What's going on, everybody? Happy Friday to all of you. It is a football Friday in the sense that there's a lot of playoff games this weekend. Can't wait to lounge around and watch those. Um, also, there's a coaching search going on here. So we got a lot to get to on the show today. Good to be with you. We're with you till 10 a.m. this morning. Hope you're staying warm out there. Uh, Sean Pendergast and Seth Payne, how are you, my friend? I'm uh, very good. So I'm good to see you. Increasingly excited about this coaching search, and I'm also excited for the playoffs this weekend. Just some good, pure football. Because I remember last weekend, last year, around this time, the wild card round and the divisional round uh, may have been the best couple of weeks of football yeah. in, in history. Right? That was, uh, where was it? Divisional and conference championship. The divisional round, from the divisional round all the way through the Super Bowl. Okay, that's what it was. Every yeah. game of those seven games, the four yeah. quarterfinals, the two semis in the Super Bowl, those seven games, six of them were decided by three points or less. The only one that wasn't was yeah. the Buffalo Kansas City game that went to overtime and was decided by a touchdown in overtime. And those were all the decide the the deciding play in the game was the last play of the game. For most of them it, it was. was. Yeah, it was crazy. I had, to, I had to be careful. No, I think for all of them, right? Wasn't I, it for all seven? It was that was well Schefter Schefter as he does, he worded it awkwardly. He said the all seven games were won on the last play of the game and people were like, "Yeah, like every single game is." Uh, but the 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 winning play was the last play of the game on uh, most of those. Yeah, games. most of them. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they they were all really good games, suffice it to say. So, uh that's going to be a tough standard to live up to. It's a really we can get into this. I, I want to get into Ben Johnson first, but I'm just Seth. I wrote down before the show. I wrote down the one through seven seeds in each of the conference. This yeah. is the we, this is easily the weirdest slate of quarterbacks that there's ever been. Starting the wild card weekend yeah. in the NFL, like it's, it's yeah, and a couple of these injuries have maybe kept it from being the best AFC wild card. Yes, you know, to stacked from top to bottom. Uh, a couple of injuries have kept it from being as incredible as it could have been. That's right. We'll get into that a little bit later. Um, but. 
Let's get into this Texans head coaching search. So a couple things yesterday. They add a name to the list. There's now seven, I'm sorry, eight names that they've requested interviews with. Thomas Brown, who I did not know much about until I did some research yesterday, but he's off of the McVay tree. He is the assistant head coach and tight ends coach in Los Angeles. We'll get to him a little later on this hour. Um, but as far as, you know, we're off, we're really off and running now. We got our first interview yesterday. Yeah. Ben Johnson, the OC in Detroit, completed the first Zoom interview. It's official, Seth. The first salvo has been fired. The coaching search is underway. It's on. Uh, ben Johnson will be interviewed by the Colts today, and he is scheduled to also meet with the Panthers. So he's a little bit of a hot ticket. Good. And uh, Yeah, exactly. Good. And uh, the Colts, the Colts are... Right there with us now, trying to trying to find a head coach, and we're in competition with a, at least a couple of these guys are also slated to meet with the Colts. Yes, Steichen, Steichen yeah. from Philly, I think, meets with them today, if I'm not yeah. mistaken. So we've talked a little bit about Ben Johnson. He was part of a huge turnaround with the Lions offense, where in 2021, they, they actually they finished maybe like bottom third in a lot of categories, like 20th or so, but some of that was because – because Ben Johnson took over midway through the season and they turned it around from being one of the worst defenses to, to ascending a little bit in 2021. Then in 2022, they've been a top five offense in a lot of categories. And he is a guy who is only a coordinator for one year in his entire career. This was the only year as a coordinator. But he spent time with the Dolphins. And this is always impressive to me, Sean. He, he stayed through... Different coaching cycles with the Dolphins. A ton of them, it looks like. So, well, Philbin, I, Campbell doesn't count. You oh, know, he's an interim, interim yeah, coach. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So he's, he got there with Philbin originally. And then when Dan Campbell took over as the interim coach after Philbin was fired, he promoted, he promoted Ben Johnson to tight ends coach. Then Adam Gase came in, mm-hmm. and Adam Gase kept him on. So Adam Gase was impressed with the kid. He was a, a math major. It was math and computer science, I oh, think. Oh, stat nerd Seth is going to love this guy. Yes, yes, <laughs> at, uh, at UNC. So he was a stat nerd at UNC. Not an easy school to get into. It helps if you're an athlete, but he was, not, he was not like a recruited athlete. He got into UNC on his own accord because he was just a walk-on quarterback and a backup, never played a snap at UNC. He, uh, he just liked football. In math and computers, apparently. Okay. And so he, so Gase gets fired. Ben Johnson goes up to Detroit. That's where it gets a little bit dicey with fellow math nerd Matt Patricia. So <laughs> Matt Patricia hires, hires, uh, hires Ben Johnson. Immediately when I saw that, I was like, I hope this guy's not a stick in the mud like Matt Patricia was. Right. Don't worry. So... So, you know, Matt Patricia does what Matt Patricia did with his pencil and whatnot, and he gets fired. But who do they hire? His old bud Dan Campbell from Miami. Woo! So Dan Campbell comes in and says, sure, Reunited the party. and yeah. it feels so good. And he ends up firing. He ends up uh, getting rid of Anthony Lynn last year, the offensive coordinator. This year he promotes Ben Johnson to offensive coordinator, and they do a great, great job. And he's uh, had all kinds of praise heaped on him. Uh, from the likes of, well, Greg Cassell, who was on with the Ross Tucker podcast. You should subscribe to him on YouTube or listen to Ross Tucker's podcast. This is what, this is what Greg Cassell had to say about the Lions offense. The Lions, to me, offensively, I think they're one of the most fun offenses to watch. They are really good with their route concepts and their route design. Um, 
I love the fact that they're old school play action, Goff under center, and they're really, really good at it. You know, we may have talked about this, but there's a significant difference between under center play action and shotgun play action. Because under center play action, Ross, it takes longer for the mesh point to show because the quarterback has to take three or four steps to get to the back. So second level defenders have to wait to see what the play is. So they get a little stuck. Shotgun play action tends to be more flash fake. So, you know, that's that, they got a little technical there at the end. But as far as just being old school and new school blended, I think he checks off a box there. I, like he's, he's got that bite the kneecaps Dan Campbell in him. But I think he also does a, a lot of the more complex stuff to make it difficult on defense Dude, as well as just from scheme. Offense was fun to watch. I'm yeah. in. <laughs> I know, I know, I know. It was yeah. well, I'll take it. <laughs> do you remember? Do you remember the Panay Sewell reception this year? No. Where he He's sent an offensive Panay lineman for those who don't know, a gigantic offensive <laughs> right. lineman for the Lions. And this is the classic. If it hadn't worked, it would have been the dumbest thing ever. But it worked. Yeah. And because he sent, he didn't just have Panay Sewell as like a, a tackle eligible or line up as a tight end. He had him split out, <laughs> and then he had him go in motion. Across the formation. Oh, dude. At a pretty fast speed, too. Not like, and this is where whenever you, whenever you get into the trick plays and the gadgets, the speed with which you run them is the real difficulty measure. Like, that's where your coaching comes in. Anybody can scheme up a trick play. It's getting guys who don't typically do something to do something at, at, like, to do that thing at, at a fast speed. So Penesuel went in motion across the formation. He ends up being wide open, and he catches the ball. He pulled a little bit of a Davis Mills uh, where he inadvertently stumbled past the first down marker. But it was a great play. And, but then he does it the conventional way real well, too. Dude, this Ben Johnson might be – there might be a small hidden efficiency in hiring him. Yeah. If that's the case, if what you just described is something that would be in the Texans' playbook – Nick Casario might be able to get Laramie Tunsil to give them a hometown discount. If he knows there's a few plays in there where he might catch a touchdown pass. <laughs> Laramie oh, oh Tunsil, Laramie. Yeah, Laramie yeah, Tunsil, yeah. Laramie Tunsil yeah. playing the Penny Sewell spot <laughs> yeah. in the offense. Sorry. Sorry, I call him LT. Oh, so. <laughs> that's right. I forgot. He's always LT on this show now. Um, and then just the one little bit, because I warned everybody about the math thing. I think that this is the difference between Matt Patricia and Ben Johnson. Matt Patricia comes off like uh, – like a stereotypical asocial engineering type. Yeah. No, an apologies to engineers out there, but you know what I'm talking about. The stereotypical engineer. Whereas I think Ben Johnson, he comes off as kind of like the fun, energetic math professor. Mm-hmm. Like the guy that makes math fun. The guy that gets everybody to pass the AP, uh, the AP math exam, right. the calculus exam at an inner city school in Los Angeles. Okay? This is, uh, this is Ben Johnson at the Senior Bowl. He was mic'd up. And this is him uh, coaching Malik Willis. Don't don't judge him for not fixing Malik Willis. They only have a few <laughs> days with these guys. But this is just a little taste of kind of his right. his spirit as a coach. Right. Huddle up, huddle up. Hey, we got too many in the huddle. Huddle up. Let's get the huddle right now. Let's get the huddle right. Might have been a little quick, a little quick. There it is. It's a good shot there, bub. I right, love the ball. Love the ball. Yeah. Too much. No, he beat no. You gotta go get it, man. You gotta go get it. Keep putting it out in front. I like that. Yeah, it's yeah, a good bed, go it. good bedside manner right there. Yeah, he does. The music helps, too. I feel like uh, just like that episode of The Family Guy where Peter Griffin has his own soundtrack that he <laughs> walks around town him. to. Yeah. I feel like if you had that soundtrack following you around all day, it would, <laughs> people, during, would 
During the Zoom interview. He had it going during the Zoom interview yesterday, and the the McNairs (laughs) and Nick walk away from the Zoom like, you know, there's something about this guy. This guy's just up energetic. Yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I don't like this guy. So, right. uh, so I came away, as I tend to do, I get swayed a little too much by personality and fun. So, uh, so far, I like Ben Johnson. He doesn't replace D'Amico jo- uh, Ryans as my favorite. D'Amico Ryans is my favorite, but uh, I'm going to do Ijiro uh, Ivaro today. Oh, good. So uh, I'll do a deep dive on him in Steichen, I suppose. Excellent. Yep. Yeah. We're up to eight candidates now, or at least eight that they've requested interviews with. Of course, Sean Payton was the big one earlier this week. We'll see what happens with that. Um, but Thomas Brown added to the list, assistant head coach with the Rams. We love that McVay coaching tree. We'll get to Thomas Brown a little later on this hour. There was one announcement that a team made yesterday that was a bit curious that seems to remove a candidate I think everybody thought might be a candidate. I've never seen this before, but we'll tell you what it is. And there's an odds board out on where DeAndre Hopkins could wind up. Who's the favorite in the clubhouse to land D-Hop? That is next. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. It's a Miller Lite football Friday on Sports Radio 610. Here's Payne and Pendergast. All right, good to be with you on a uh, Friday. Yesterday, Ian Rappaport, as we kind of go through some of the the, uh, the nuggets from the Texans head coaching search. I do think there's some Texan fans who are um, probably happy that there aren't really a whole ton of Patriot fingerprints on this list of candidates. Gerard Mayo is a name that's come up the last couple coaching cycles and has not for the Texans this time around. He was requested, yeah, Gerard Mayo, former linebacker 
for the Patriots, who's been a position yeah. coach with Belichick, very well thought of around the Which, league. Yeah, that's a guy that would have made sense, you yeah. know, with or without the Patriots. He's got the resume. He's not like an unconventional resume type of guy. Right, yeah, it's not a Josh McCown situation, yeah. put it that way. Um, but other teams had started to request Gerard Mayo, uh, request interviews with him for their head coaching job. Carolina put in a request yesterday. If you want to know what the Patriots think of Gerard Mayo, just know this. And Ian Rappaport tweets this yesterday. This is the tweet that included the press release. Rappaport's tweet, unprecedented. The Patriots announced they are working toward keeping Gerard Mayo and the team, the team will begin OC interviews next week. And the, the un, un, I'll read the press release. <laughs> yeah. It's a short press release. It says, Patriots to extend Gerard Mayo will begin interviewing for an OC. And it says this, the New England Patriots and head coach Bill Belichick have begun contract extension discussions with Gerard Mayo that would keep him with the team long term. In addition, the team will begin interviewing for offensive coordinator candidates beginning next week. Um, I think it's the Gerard Mayo part that's the unprecedented, which is the I've, I've never seen this before, where an NFL team actually puts out a press release to announce that they're working on an extension with their yeah. linebackers coach. Yeah, yeah, and that's where I was. I was a little bit confused at first as to what was unprecedented. Because uh, these damn, you know, the problem is these, some of these NFL network types is they get so wrapped up and absorbed in everything that they're doing every day. They start, they start assuming we know stuff that that we don't know. Yeah. Um, like, oh, everybody knows that the Patriots don't announce who they're uh, working to extend or interviewing or anything. I, I don't, I don't know these things. Right. Um. So I, because the Patriots fans that were explaining this in the comments were mixed. A lot of them said what you said was that they wouldn't announce that they're working to extend Gerard Mayo. A few other people said that just interviewing from the outside for a position like that has been that that hasn't been the case. Oh, okay. um, as of these recent years, they always promote from within. Oh, okay. You know, okay. They, yeah, and if they do hire somebody back, it's somebody they already know. So they're very uh, incestuous there. Yeah. Like in a, not like at a. Not like an inbrediapolis type right, of way. Right, but, yeah. right, right, or Tennessee. No, no, sure. Yeah. I, you know, I knew what you meant. Um, I, I, regardless of what Rappaport meant by unprecedented, it looks like Gerard Mayo is off of the market. For any Texan fan that either wanted him to be in the mix for the job or was concerned that this could be Patriots South if you hire Gerard Mayo, it would appear that the Patriots are going to move heaven and earth to keep him. They think that highly. I would almost think... If you're making an announcement that you're trying to extend that guy, if you're asking me to handicap who the next coach of the Patriots would be at some point mm-hmm. here in the next few years, sure does feel like it might be Gerard Mayo. They yeah. think that highly of him, right? Yeah, yeah. That's um, in uh, one of the complaints about people up in New England. It, it, it's funny. People in New England right now have the same, same complaint that many cities who have tried to emulate New England have, which is – there are too many people from New England here. They, especially, uh, many of them related by blood to Bill Belichick. So there's this feel of, all right, what, you've lost all these smart people that have been here for years. Yep. And they include, up in Boston, they include Nick Casario. was one of those, those smart people that were advisors to Belichick for years and years and years. They've all left. And now he's left with kind of, um, it's like, uh, it's basically why monarchies stopped working, Sean. Mm-hmm. At some point, people realize these are all inbred idiots. Right, uh, we right. Can't, we can't have a, we can't have a one family ruling the country decade after decade. Yep. And uh, that's what people in Boston feel right now. It's why the Targaryens fell. Yeah. You know, eventually just it's a, just a bunch of people with long blonde hair and some dragons. You know, you got it. Belichick who can actually breathe fire and tame dragons. <laughs> right, right. He but himself his progeny are just yeah. uh, halfwits, you know. That's you right. can't you can't run a you can't run an empire that way. That's right. 
Um, speaking of the Patriots, um, there's an odds board out. Bookies.com has an odds board on where DeAndre Hopkins will be playing next season if it's not with the Arizona Cardinals. For those uh, who had not heard, uh, DeAndre Hopkins' trade rumors are a thing once again. Three years after he was traded from the Texans to the Cardinals, the favorite on the board is the Chiefs at three to one. I have a hard time believing the Chiefs, who just traded Tyreek Hill, so they wouldn't have to pay a receiver thirty million dollars a year, are going to yeah. trade for Hopkins, who wants a new contract. The Patriots, okay, the Patriots are second on the board. Chiefs three to one, Patriots plus three twenty-five, so three and a quarter to one, basically about the same odds. If yeah. you're wondering, like, okay, how would Hopkins vibe with Bill Belichick? How would that work? Just keep in mind, the two met on the field before the game this season between those two teams, and it was captured on Hard Knocks. I'm glad we only have to play you every four years, man. I love you, man. You too. You too. What a career you're having. You miss half the season, still going to lead the league in receiving. You know I do my job, man. Yeah. yeah. I'm trying to get better, man. All right, so. Uh, I, didn't like, I didn't enjoy that conversation. They love each other. Well, DeAndre their, Hopkins their, said their version of love, Sean, DeAndre, whatever the hell that is. DeAndre Hopkins said, I love you, man. <laughs> and Bill Belichick, who I didn't think had any love in his heart for anything, well, uh, said, I love you too to DeAndre Belichick Hopkins. does the uh, what most sociopaths do is they've studied love and uh, I, I love you too. And I'm going to uh, I'll say it because that that's been proven in studies to <laughs> engender feelings of closeness. So, right. Uh, I love he's, you too. He's weaponizing yeah. his love. <laughs> <laughs> that was the name of my hit single. <laughs> Weaponize, Weaponize my love. My love. <laughs> Weaponize my love. Uh, so Patri- Patriots a little over three to one. Packers four and a half to one. Cowboys five and a half to one. These are the odds for DeAndre Hopkins. Giants, mm. Lions, and then the field, which is everybody but those six teams. Five to one for the field. The Jags were the Jags and the Chargers were the two that were in the rumor mill yesterday for DeAndre. I'll tell you what, man. I don't know if there's enough fabric and uh, exotic leather in Dallas to oh. to <laughs> to sustain. He is going to have will, so many purses. He so will wild the hell out up in Dallas, oh, man. Yeah. He's like, wait a second now. You're saying. Gaudy is the goal. Oh right. yeah, here we go. Yeah, dude, that would <laughs> He's be gonna have most... his hair teased up like a Dallas slut. Dude. Yeah, <laughs> Jerry Jones. The last thing they need is another receiver. Like when they were going after OBJ, they were going after Odell Beckham Jr. I'm like, why? Like, you receiver's not an issue on your team. He would go get DeAndre Hopkins for sure. Jerry yeah. Jones would. Oh God, yeah, yeah. Oh, if he could get, who do you think? Who, who do you think if he had to choose? Between Sean Payton and Tom Brady, like as Tom Brady was leaving the Patriots, who do you, which one do you think Jerry would have gone? Would have taken? Oh, so a head coach? With, oh, because uh, he loves Sean Payton. He's tried to trade for him before. He does. And he does. but obviously Dude. Brady, like he loves putting butts in the seats. Brady too. and Brady in a cowboy uniform yeah. is a gigantic middle finger oh. to everybody else. No, Brady for yeah. sure. And he and Kraft have a bit of a rivalry too. Yeah, yeah. Kraft, uh, people have people have speculated Kraft's a little bit jealous that Jerry's in the Hall of Fame. Um, you know, and, and Jerry and, and Bob isn't yet. But like Jerry, because it's not just the Super Bowls the Cowboys have won; those were long, long ago. Long a lot of people ago. voting for Hall of Fame don't even remember that the Cowboys weren't won even those born. Super Bowls. <laughs> <laughs> we're in middle school. <laughs> it's uh, it's what Jerry did for the business. Yep. You know, yeah. yeah. Bob Kraft's been really good for the Patriots, but what's he done for the league? That's right. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. Show yourself, Bob. Yeah, I love you. I love you, Jerry, too. Give <laughs> uh, pay me $20 million. That was really unsettling to see Belichick express his love for any other human being in that video right there. I'm not Plus, lie. hey, oh, okay, so the relevant thing, though, as far as DeAndre Hopkins being second most likely to go to the Pats, according yeah, to yeah. This, this odds site, yep. D-Hop walked up to Belichick. That wasn't um, that part of the reason that I love you sounded so awkward from Belichick was like, that's the guy whose girlfriend says she loves him a bit before he's ready. In my opinion, that's like, <laughs> like oh, yeah. boy, I probably if I want to have sex tonight, I'm probably going to have to Oof. answer in the affirmative. Yes, uh, the I love damn, you too. The uh, damn L word. Oh, here, there uh, it like is. Your, your dress looks nice on you. There uh, it is. There it no, is. No, those jeans don't make you look fat. I'm on uh, the Cincinnati. On to Seattle. <laughs> All right, Thomas Brown. Thomas Brown is a, if you don't know Thomas Brown, he is the latest name to be added to the Texans head coaching search. Getting to know Thomas Brown, assistant head coach off of what I would say recently has been the most successful coaching tree, the Sean McVay coaching tree. We will do a little getting to know via a getting to know video on the Rams website of the latest Texans head coaching candidate. You won't want to miss that. That is next. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast okay picture this it's friday afternoon when a thought hits you i can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever or i can hop into my all-new hyundai santa fe and hit the road with available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 
It's a Miller Lite Football Friday on Sports Radio 610. Live from the Twin Peaks studios, here's Payne and Pendergast. All right, real quick, before we uh, get to know Thomas Brown, the newest Texans head coaching candidate, um, quick local news item. For those of you that are uh, bar enthusiasts in the Upper Kirby Montrose area, Griff's burned to the ground last night. Griff's Irish Pub. You ever been to Griff's, Seth? Probably at some point. You're yeah. many years in Houston. Um, oh no, I was. Um, I, yeah, I haven't. I haven't. Yes, little yes, little little neighborhood yeah. Irish pub, yeah. divish bar, and it burned to the ground last night. Man, that's. Uh, Jeez. Yeah, yeah. I remember like back in the late '90s when Jim Rome was a big thing on this station. Yeah. There was a huge Jim Rome gathering at Griff's of like all the Rome listeners and stuff. Uh, that was uh, mm-hmm. a clone stock. Uh, that was fun. Those were good times, and 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 they had a good steak night and everything too. Wow. Okay. So Griff's. Yeah, my wife's uh, my wife's softball team used to go do stuff at Griff's. Yeah, That's yeah. I remember Griff's. Oh, R.I.P. Fun joint, man. Okay. So yeah, if you're just waking up, uh, R.I.P. Griff's. That sucks. Um, okay. So the Texans. Thomas. No easy way to segue off of that. Um, Thomas Brown is the latest head coaching candidate. He is the assistant head coach and tight ends coach for the Rams. He had been the running backs coach for a number of years and transitioned over to tight ends coach. They did a getting to know you video for Thomas Brown on the Rams website. Here's a little bit of background on him as a player. He's a young guy. He's a young guy. Went to, he uh, went He's to a young George. guy to be an assistant assistant head coach, especially. Usually assistant head coach is like some uh, like an older guy, like a David Culley guy, yep. like that's been around a while, and maybe you just want to get that, you know, attached to his name and give him a nod of respect or pay whatever. raise. Good way to get a pay yeah, raise. Yeah, yeah. It's just like, it's like it's a bit of a nod sometimes. Yeah. So for a younger guy, I, I think it feels a little bit more like maybe they've tabbed him for this that he's just got that that kind of personality. And you'll hear in this in these cuts here that we're about to do. He's 36 years old. Went to Georgia. Um, injured in his rookie year. Injured on the. In the last preseason game of his rookie year, and and then never saw the field. Here's here's part about his journey. He's one of the greatest competitors I've ever been around. You know that's why he's also the assistant head coach. I mean, you play running back, dog. You run. You're a very good player all through high school, all through college. So you get into the league. Yep. You're, you're living your dream, and then the injury. My rookie year is the last preseason game, and I get horse collar. Completely ripped my groin off the bone. Now, of course, my dreams were to go play in the league, maybe play seven, eight, nine, ten years, and go retire and sit on the beach somewhere. I didn't even get it started. That was part of my passion to get back into coaching because of my experience trying to move on past the game of football. All right, so that's that. He was injured. He ended up being with the Cleveland Browns for a couple of years, but he, you know, he was in and out of the league. Yeah, yeah. I didn't like that horse collar tackle that uh, that, that put him down. It was Dude. ugly. It was a danger. That might have been one of the – what year would that have been? 2000, that might have been back when they – 2008. When they really cracked down on horse collars. That's right. That was That's an right. ugly one. It was nasty. Ooh. It was nasty. Ripped the groin off the bone. So so that was sort of his history as a player, brief history as a player. Um, here is uh, here is a, a part of this uh, getting to know you video on Thomas Brown where he talks – and others talk about the evolution of his coaching style. What are the tools that you think you've picked up? You know, first and foremost, Sean is by far and away the best communicator I've been a part of. Have the opportunity to be able to kind of see firsthand what an elite head coach looks like has been a blessing. Hey, yo, 11, 11, so to move over to tight ends, how, if at all, do you think that that helps you? It's been awesome for me to kind of grow from a development standpoint, but also to step myself in a different room. He's always had that big picture perspective. He's really attacked the role with the right mindset and mentality. Chest tuck bars every time. <laughs> Put it away faster. 
good. I go good. Perfect. Perfect. How would you describe your coaching style? I'm definitely energetic. Hey, old fan, cover around the back. Very matter of fact, securing himself, very demanding of his guys. Every rep a game rep, full speed. All right, so energetic coaching style. Made the transition from running backs to tight ends coach this year. I wonder, and, and with Sean McVay having the burnout like he does, I this would be an interesting thing to interview with Thomas Brown about is just, okay, what were your responsibilities this year? I have, I have a feeling that they might have been above and beyond some of the sometimes more just kind of nameplate nameplate issues of an assistant head coach. A lot of times the assistant head coach is a, like a consultant to the head coach or consigliere, and yeah, yeah. I wonder if I wonder if Thomas Brown tried to take some of the load off Sean McVay or that Sean McVay tried to have him take more of the load off of him as he's been struggling and grappling with whether or not he wants to even coach him. Yeah, I wonder if he's viewed as a candidate for the Rams head coaching job if right, Sean McVay steps right. aside, right? Like, it's an yeah. easy transition. You keep the staff in place. Yeah, don't be using us just to drive the price right. up, up Thomas Brown. Yeah, we are, we, are we for real? You got to tell us right now. That's right. You're just using us. Right, right. Do you love us? You know, if we walked up to you on the field like Hopkins to Belichick and said, we love you, man, would you say, I love you too? The Rams are, you know what? Sean McVay's really putting the Rams in much more of a pickle than Aaron Rodgers or Brett Favre ever did with the, the Packers. With every day that because, goes by. Yeah, I mean, because this is, it's go time. You know, free agency doesn't begin until March. Like, so when a player drags his feet on his retirement or something like that, it's you've got time to work with it and massage it. Right now, I mean, staffs are being interviewed, positions will be filled, and guys on his team, he's told everybody on his team, go ahead and look elsewhere. Yeah. So, you know, yeah, maybe Thomas Brown did feel like he was had a chance of being next in line with the Rams, but now he's he can't sit around and wait. He's nope. got to get a move on one more from thomas brown this is about relationships it's about relationships connecting with guys starting to figure out every guy in my room ticks and it's my job to bring the best out of that player my job man make you right to me nothing prepares me more to become a head coach in my job right now so being locked in as the assistant head coach the tight ends coach helping son in every way aspect possible it also brings life our players and trying to elevate those guys from a production standpoint been right that way in my entire life you set a goal you make a goal okay what's next all right so you know, he checks. I think he checks a lot of boxes for Texan fans, Seth. Like, you know, young, energetic guy. Comes off a good coaching tree. You know, presumably whoever he would be bringing with him maybe to run the offense is somebody that runs a, a style of offense that's in vogue in the NFL these days. And I kind of liked his vibe from this three-minute this three video. If this, were, uh, you know, if this were a dating service, I would have been like, you know what? I'll go out on a date with this guy. Uh, I think he I, – I wonder if he's kind of like a Mike Vrabel. Where Vrabel, you know, Vrabel obviously had more of a, a playing background and resume from having been a player in the NFL, a very good one, but was also as a coach just notably very energetic, running around all over the place. Uh, as, as Battle Red blog dubbed him, and I still love this, <laughs> it was leader of men, haver of it. Yes, it what we all want. Awesome, which usually I would say only 5% of the time is accurate, but I think with Vrabel it was accurate, and who knows, maybe with Thomas Brown it's accurate. I'm a little bit upset with him that the first couple times I heard Thomas Brown, I thought it was Thomas Davis, uh, the linebacker, and oh. I thought uh, I got a little bit excited about that, which because that, that would really remind you of a Mike Vrabel, wouldn't it? No doubt. Dude, Thomas yeah. Davis would be fun. <laughs> Absolutely. He's doing. He's on TV now. He's is doing he? a good job. Okay. Yeah. Um, 
Middle Screen is sending us some texts here to the Trailer Wheel and Frame text page. <laughs> and it's, this is true. we got to get to some of these wild card games later. He says, I've been so caught up in the coaching search, I haven't even thought about the wild card games this weekend. Yeah. No, that's 100% <laughs> true. I, I, I had the same thought this morning. I was like, oh, it's not... Is it football Friday? I, I suppose it really should be since the actual NFL Dude. teams, the good ones, are, are playing this weekend. I thought the same thing, man, between the coaching what? search and the Texans had a bunch of us over to the stadium last night to talk about the new uniforms down the road, some of the concepts yeah. and things like that. Like I'm, I've been so distracted with the Texans, I forgot there's, there's still football going on right are now. You, are you excited about it? Generally speaking, I'm excited about the new unis, yes. The new uniforms, yeah. yeah okay. Very very excited. Very do, excited. If there's one thing about the Texans that they've done, and I think people who are really, really angry at the Texans right now acknowledge, you know, because going back to the summer, they really are trying to listen, listen, like actually listen. Big time. And, and maybe, like, change their opinions about some things about the organization that I feel like maybe in the past they had steadfastly <laughs> held on to certain notions about how the team should look and be run and everything, where now I think they're, they're genuinely much more open to like, okay, you know what, like, uh, let's, let's actually listen to the customers and listen to the fans and hear what they want and uh, what's important to them and all that. So that's good. It's yeah. a, obviously, you gotta, you got to deliver on it, but it's good that they're making that step. That was a big, a big talking point in the meeting last night, Seth, was the fan input on this stuff. There's not a lot we can share on the air about it. We've been sworn to secrecy on some of the stuff. A lot of this stuff about the uniforms, but somebody what, grabbed Sean by the lapels, right, and and shoved him up against the wall and threatened him they, if, you, if you ever leaked any they, word of it. They, they had a giant wall non-disclosure agreement, like Willy Wonka on in the yeah. chocolate factory. We all had to sign it at the bottom before we went in there. We had to sign the wall, um, and we can't take any it. can't take any fizzy lifting <laughs> drinks or everlasting gobstoppers. They made sure that we're not allowed to do that. But what, what I was going to say was they shared a lot of data with us. The, yeah. about the fan input on this stuff where they're from the surveys and social media and things like that. Like the stuff they're doing is huge input, huge input from the fans. So um, middle screen's other text here said, I listened to the athletic podcast with Mike Sando and some GM and both of them spent five minutes bashing the Texans job saying they have no idea who would take it and how they'd advise their client not to take it. Oh really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to have to listen to that and, bash them myself that's right that's right one good bashing deserves another i and honestly look nobody loves bashing uh the texans more than myself when they deserve it and they deserve a bashing or two about various things right now it is annoying and i think a lot of texans fans feel this way (laughs) they'll look around at the national media and be like yes Yes, you should be criticizing them, but you're doing it in the wrong way. You're criticizing them inaccurately. Right. There's certain things that you're saying about them that aren't quite true. I've told you, like the Texans fans for the most part uh, that are upset about Lovey Smith or David Culley aren't as much about – they don't disagree that those guys aren't the guy moving forward. It's why were they hired in the first place. Right. Where outside the city, they're saying, how could you possibly fire David Culley? Texans fans are saying, no, 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 listen. But it's, why did you hire David Culley? And likewise, and there was, you know what, Trey Wingo yesterday, this is the one that annoys me, just because of the inaccuracy of it all. Uh, Trey Wingo said that the Texans will have had five head coaches in the last four years. Um, which, okay. which, okay, yes, four coaches in four years is too many, obviously. Sure. But you're doing that thing where, A, you're including the coach that's just getting hired in this season. Yeah. Um, but also, you're including Romeo Cronell, the interim coach, in that count. Yeah. Which I don't – That nobody counts the interim coach in terms of a number of head coaches you've I'm had in the last few years. I'm inclined to agree years. with you there. 
And by the yeah. way, and by the way, I would love to go back and see what Trey Wingo said when they fired Bill O'Brien. Actually, I wouldn't. I really don't care what Trey Wingo said, but I'm just the logic of all of it. Yeah. If you praise the firing of Bill O'Brien four games into that season, by definition, you're not allowed to include the interim coach in your little counts of coaches there. Right? Yeah, like yeah, you're praising yeah. something that by by nature has to have an interim head coach. You know right, what I mean? Right, like if yeah. you thought it was a great move to fire Bill O'Brien four games into the season, then an interim head coach is just part of the broken glass and you're not you are not logically allowed to include them in some sort of negative stat about the team. And it but it's an argument they hate getting into because, like, the first thing you have to do is acknowledge. But yeah, listen, I know right, it's bad. Right, right, <laughs> well, right. Like, don't get, don't get me wrong. I know it's bad, but just be honest about it. Right. You know, like I, I have a, you know, I've lost a measure of respect for Trey Wingo because he's obviously being dishonest. Like it's just he lacks integrity in that moment. He's being fraudulent in his take. Uh, so I, I've lost respect for Trey Wingo. That almost happened to me yesterday with Lopez. Um, Lopez put a tweet up. Lopez is campaigning hard for Sean Payton, and he put yeah. up a tweet yesterday that said that Sean Payton averaged 10.5 wins a season over his 12 seasons in New Orleans. How could Texan fans not be in on this guy when the Texans have only had two seasons where they've won more than 10 games in their entire history? And I'm thinking, I'm going, it's actually three that they've had more than 10 wins. And as I was about to tell John, it's three, I'm going... Okay, well, that's still not that good. You know what I mean? Like it's in twenty <laughs> yeah, seasons, I'd have been. You know, like, but but my a, reply, if someone it, did that to me, right? My reply would have been great. Three. Right, right, yeah. Thanks. Yeah, yeah. But when something's exaggerated, I, yeah. I feel like there's a measure. If it's an honest mistake, it's an honest mistake. If you're saying, if you're including an interim coach in your account of head coaches, that's not an interim it's mistake. Disingenuous, an Seth. Mistake. That's a uh, yeah. It's disingenuous. Yeah. Um, let's see, uh, more text. The coaching search has a lot of people texting in this morning. Um, <laughs> middle screen, one more. Thomas Brown, too short, hard pass. You can't base oh, it well, on Oh, well, he's a running back, you know? What are you yeah, going to do? Yeah. They're short folks. Right, They're right. They're basically uh, like Altuve's. Um, uh, you just got to, like, remember Altuve in Venezuela is the average height of a Venezuelan. Yeah. We've yeah. done this research. And... Um, so, like, a running back is not short when he's amongst running backs. He's like a Venezuelan amongst Venezuelans. He's like Altuve amongst Venezuelans. So is Thomas Brown amongst running backs. By the way, are they, intervie- are they interviewing any GMs for the Astros GM job? I've heard, heard nothing about oh, yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> they have a GM, a GM opening search. right now. <laughs> do, we <have> any, <laughs> do we have any jaunty little ditties? Do we have any really jaunty, jaunty little highly produced uh, PR pieces about any of the potential GMs? I've, I've seen to- nothing. Yeah, no, here's a nerd video about David Stearns. Um, two one uh, one two one five on the trailer wheel and frame text page. There's only two people that will bring sanity to the city: D'Amico Ryan's or Sean Payton. It's that simple. I disagree. D'Amico Ryan's, Sean Payton. I, mean, I got to tell you, this list. To, I would say to that listener, this list is a relatively sane list. Yes, I think there. I don't know. I haven't spotted really a wackadoodle yet. I'm sure. Don't get me wrong. I mean, if the guy comes in and he doesn't work out, we'll end up despising him at some point, and we'll start hating various parts of his personality. I've watched, you know, I've watched um, Ijiro Ivaro a little bit now, okay. and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try to learn a little bit more about him later today. I'm intrigued because one of the videos I'm going to watch has him talking to Dom Capers. Um, and, I, and maybe it's because I've got that image in my mind, but I've watched a couple of press conferences with Ijiro Ivaro. He's a defensive coordinator for the, uh, for the Broncos. Yep. Um, he looks like he is all business, like not in an annoying way, but just a, in a Dom Capers type of yep. way. 
Like, Dom Capers was, you know, he'd smile and everything, but you would have thought that he was a, a West Point guy. Yep. You know, he's just kind of perfect posture, buttoned up, just all about football. And it feels like Ivaro may be that guy, too, hmm. which, uh, which, is, which is nice. Those guys at least tend to age a little bit better through adversity. The Mike, McDon- Mike uh, McDaniel, for instance, I don't think he's going to age real well with adversity in that uh, in Miami. Why do you if say he that? Gets hired, because he just it wears on you, right? Like the goofiness. Oh. I saw it happen. Uh, I, th- I saw it happen in Jacksonville with Gus Bradley because he's like super positive. Ha- I saw it happen with Nathaniel Hackett real quickly in Denver. If you are super positive, happy, fun, joy, joy guy, uh, people start to blame that very thing that they love for the fact that you're struggling. You're like, oh, yeah, we gotta get, it's we true. gotta get somebody who takes this seriously in right. here. This is just, I mean, this is Mike McDaniel clown just jumping around, dancing on the sideline, and everything. That's an unchangeable thing with fans. They want coaches that appear to be hurting as badly as they're hurting after a loss. Oh, it's a huge thing. Dan Campbell. Oh my God, you drop a couple tears. Just, and who knows, you know, Dan Campbell may as well have just been crying because he ripped his groin trying to power clean 700 pounds on his way to the press conference. <laughs> at like halftime. At halftime. I don't put it past game. him. Yeah. <laughs> like, I got to work out and burn off some of the stress There's before this presser. There's only one way we're going to come back from this deficit, and it's if I power clean these 850 pounds. In front of the team. LFG! <laughs> They come in. They come in at halftime, and he's got the he's got the Olympic bar and platform set up in the middle of the locker room. He's clapping his hands, and the dust is flying everywhere. They all gather around him like a YouTube video of some some Jalen Hurts squatting Dude, or something. Yeah, I feel like that might have happened at least three times this year. <laughs> LFG. Dude, that would work, man. Hey, hey, that would work. Oh, there's nothing like there's nothing like something really stupid to just latch on to. You're like, yeah, you know what? Let's Hell go. Yeah. With it. Let's go with it. Dude, Let's just it's do all it. stupid. It's why yeah. not? Why not? All right. Uh, <laughs> Peyton Pendergast with you on a football Friday. I didn't, I didn't know you had Dan Campbell in your bag. I didn't, uh, I didn't either. I just decided to use it just now. I got to I got to workshop it a little bit more. Well, this week. in that case, I've got some more. Well, I've got some more uh, Dan Campbell talking to Ben Johnson. The oh, good. Coordinator that the Texans interviewed yesterday uh, with, with some pretty good. We'll have to we'll have to start if they hire Ben Johnson. We got to do it's you on. and Dan, Dan Campbell. You, Dan Campbell, interviewing Ben Johnson. I'm on. That'd I'm in. Good. I'm in. I'm in. I like it. I like they it. might have to hire him just for that. <laughs> yes, for the comedy. Uh, all right, um, Payne and Pendergast. It's a football Friday. By the way, uh, Cal McNair uh, joining us in studio at 9:45 today, and he's going to stick around for the first segment of In the Loop as well. Uh, Cal and I believe Hannah's coming with him, too. So the McNairs will be up here uh, late in the 9 o'clock hour. So stay tuned for that. The Texans have the number two overall pick. The history of trading the number two overall pick since 2000. It's happened three times. If the phone rang in your Nick Casario, do you say yes to any of these deals? We'll play that little game next. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal. So why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. 
Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com.